Have you heard of Anchor? It's free and it's so easy. If I can figure it out, pretty much anyone can. Create your own podcast from your phone or any device and they will distribute it across Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms on your behalf without you having to do a thing. You can also make money without any minimum listenership or any required audience. Anchor is super easy to use, and all you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your own podcast today. You're listening to Your Highness Podcast with Diana Crash, founder of Good Vibes Marketing. Good Vibes Marketing provides organic content and marketing solutions to the cannabis space. And this is Leah, co-founder of BakeSmart. Our can of cows are the first edible safety designs for cannabis-infused foods. Anyone from your child to your grandmother will understand when a food is medicated as long as it's marked with our edible green crosses. Hey, Leah, how's it going? Hey, Diana, it's going well. How is it going for you? You're a new mama. Yeah, it's, I don't even know what day it is or what time it is. (laughs) It's going. (laughs) (laughs) So far, uh, so good, I guess. (laughs) So if anyone hears any, he likes to talk like a lot, you know, so if you hear any little like, that's what it is. We have a new co-host up in here. (laughs) well the good thing is it gets better and better every day yeah so totally and you'll get your energy back one of these days yeah i'm looking forward to that like 18 years from now right well you know what would might wake you up just a little bit is this awesome new product that i want to share so uh Empower, which is, uh, it's Empower Body Care, and it's uh, founded by Trista Oakle here in Portland, Oregon, but it's a just a CBD-only line that she has for, um, like, body care. And so anyone in the United States where CBD is legal can order this. But anyway, she has this amazing uh, topical relief lotion, mm-hmm. and it's lemon verbena, and it smells so good. And, you know, lemon just, like, kind of really lifts your senses and makes you feel really good. But the thing about this topical uh, relief lotion that I am so in love with is, so when I eat dairy or gluten or sugar, I get like psoriasis rash on my arms. And it's not even just on my elbows. I'll get it like on my forearms or up on my upper, um, upper arms, or even sometimes on my chest. And this lotion is literally the first I'm, I'm like slathering it on my skin as I'm talking about it. I'm so in love with it. It literally not only, um, takes away like the scaliness, the dry skin, but it actually does this deep moisturizing of my skin. So it's so freaking soft and it stays that way for hours. I mean, usually lotion, I'll put it on and then within an hour or two, you start to see kind of like dry skin again. And this is like stays in your skin and it goes deep, deep 
in there so that I don't even know what I'm trying to say because I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> it does completely lubricate it. And it's so great. And it's has like aloe in it and sunflower oil and shea butter, I think, and maybe jojoba. And then along with the hemp derived CBD. And it is freaking amazing. And I notice also that like a lot of the redness goes down when I put it on. So mm-hmm. I am so in love with this. I can't wait to meet uh, Trista. And then I think you're going to interview Trista, aren't you? Yes, or one of us will definitely be. Interviewing her. <laughs> um, oh, I loved cool. it too. She sent. She was so generous to send us both uh, sample or you know products to try out, and I love the lotion. It's amazing. It, well, and you're going to do a, f- a full review of her products. Yeah, beauty segment, right? Yeah, we're we're going to have a beauty uh, beauty with Barb featuring that in the very nice. near future. Yeah. Yeah, right. Very nice. Uh, Speaking of very nice and people being generous, um, I interviewed Krista Whitley, who is the founder of um, Bella Products. Well, Altitude Products, um, I think it's like the parent, you know, the umbrella company um, under Mm -hmm. which she has a few product lines. Uh, One of them is called Bella. And she sent me like a nice little notes congratulating me on my... um, the baby and she sent me um like the shower gel and the bella creams and just a bunch of really awesome stuff to try out i mean i can't recommend it highly enough yeah we do a a formal interview i mean interview review sorry uh yeah so we did a formal review of all the products in um this upcoming episode with the site, the beauty with Barb segment. Um, (laughs) As you can tell, I need all the help I can get these days. Uh, But yeah. So what I really love, I mean, I love everything she sent, but I really love how the, um, the body wash, I called it shower gel, but it's a body wash, CBD uh, body wash. It like actually makes you feel sore when you get out of the shower. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, and so I definitely recommend checking out her product lines at altitudeproducts.com. And she has some other really awesome things that she offers. She she actually created um, her Bella line because her daughter was ha- experiencing the same kind of uh, skin issues. That, um, mm-hmm. But anyway... So, yeah, I remember reading that. That's that's really great. I can't wait to um hear her interview. Yeah, she had a, her daughter had extreme eczema. It was eczema, not psoriasis, mm-hmm. but so that's what inspired her to create her first cream. It's a really nice cream too. Anyway, so oh, I can't wait to try that. Yeah. Either. Yeah. She's a mover and a shaker too that Absolutely. woman. Absolutely. Yeah, she's really big things. Yeah, and she has her daughters working with her, which I think is just so cool, like just seeing everything. It is really cool. From the yeah, that's really awesome. So, anyway. Yeah, so, yay her. Yay. So, thank you so much for sending those. That's so great. So, let's get into our episode, which is one that I'm excited about because I don't know really that much about this and it's why underst- why uh, why it's important to understand the entourage effect. And this is a term that's being thrown about all over the place now. Like 2 years ago you never would have heard this term and now it's the entourage effect, the entourage effect. And I just don't 
think I fully understand it. So I'm going to ask you, since you actually wrote an article about this and have done research, what exactly is the entourage effect? Um, so the cannabis is, has over 400 compounds in it, right? Like CBD, THCV. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so the entourage effect is when all these multiple compounds and terpenes like luminine and myrcene work in a synergistic way to maximize healing benefits. So to put it more plainly, it's when all of the these elements of a cannabis plant, which can be altered, you know, um, in different ways, but it's to, um, they, they each have their own job in this, in, in this whole plant theory, you know? So it's like, you're treating your whole body with the whole plant. Like, like you might need limonene because you're having, um, migraines, you know, or, um, you might have mercine because you have, muscle spasms or you have really sore muscles from whatever. So you might want that to be a higher um, content than the other terpenes and compounds in your, your strain or your profile. So it's, it's really just about learning about the plant, you know, and it doesn't even have to have THC in it. It's like, what is the overall effect that you're looking for? You know, Um, instead of just being like, okay, so this is just indica, this is just, you know, sativa, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, no, this has a high, you know, pinene count. This has, um, high CBD, you know, all of these things help like, like for someone like me with Crohn's disease, like having a lot of terpenes that have anti-inflammatory benefits would be good for me, you know, because that's, that would be my goal, my end goal because it helps with pain relief as well. So. So like, so like that's like why Charlotte's web works for kids that have epilepsy because all of those components of that particular strain and plant work together then to help epilepsy. That would be an entourage effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of that plant. Yeah. And like right now what you're seeing is a lot of people are like these cannabis chefs are like, doing all these really amazing things with terpenes and making like really interesting concoctions um, by playing up, say one, one thing over the other, you know, like by maybe making it a very high pining. Um, and, and it's, it all ties into aromatherapy as well, you know, um, because mm-hmm. cannabis is not the only plant that has terpenes in, in it. So you can also find them in like mangoes and um, Lang Lang. Did I say that correctly? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, and even like lavender, right? Yeah. I mean, all parsley. There's a lot of different mm-hmm. like basically if it's a if it's a plant that smells, it has like a very distinct smell, mm-hmm. they, then it usually it has terpenes in it. So, well, I think that like if you buy like the doTERRA essential oils mm-hmm. line, that's that's something that you're focusing on is the terpenes. That's what's giving you the smell. That's what's, you know, they're concentrated and it's like for lemon, like I was saying, is uplifting or orange is uplifting. And then you've got your more woodsy ones mm-hmm. that are maybe more grounding. So that's really interesting. But I mean, I think that my biggest problem was with like this whole entourage effect and stuff is so basically we have to learn about it on our own. I mean, I guess, would you suggest that let's say I want to find um, 
a strain that's going to help me with migraines. So then where do I even go to get information? Because honest to God, you could go to some of these bud tenders and they don't always know what they're talking about. Now, thankfully in Portland, Oregon, we have some really good dispensaries that have very well-educated bud tenders, but I know that's not the case for a lot of people in a lot of different states, Mm -hmm. Um, especially ones that haven't gone completely legal yet. Maybe they're only medical and there isn't a whole lot of focus on properly training the bud tenders. So where... Where would you suggest uh, somebody like me start? I mean, I would have them start with my article. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. So, yes, Diana actually wrote a really great great article. It's a little starter kind of thing. Um, And it's on bud.com under read. You just have to scroll down to the read. uh, And and the title is Terpenes and the Entourage. Yes. And is that right? Yes. And um, but. Anyway, there's also a lot of information on Leafly um, for pretty much every terpene that you need to look up. And I'm pretty sure they show you certain strains that like the terpenes are high in. And I would also say that like a lot of these growers are putting information about terpenes on their website. So I think it's really, you know, there's a lot out there if you really want to find it. Like when I was doing research for this piece, I, there was like no shortage of information, just like Google terpenes. And um, obviously, I think it's best if you do like terpenes and in, in, in the entourage effect. So, yeah, there's tons of information on the Internet. I know that Emma Chasen, uh, one of our past guests, is another really good resource, not so much on her website, but if you Google her name, Emma Chasen, C-H-A-S-E-N. She has a lot of webinars where she speaks about this and you can find out information from her. She also does free consultations too. So if it's something that you're looking into um, finding out more about, I'm sure she could do that for you also. Yeah. She has um, definitely a lot going on out there and she, I think she has a lot to to teach. Um, Yeah, definitely. So like I said, it's, well, it's a really hot well, it's a hot topic, right? I mean, it's it's people, more and more people that are coming into the space, they really want to find this out. I know that um, at the, uh, what was it, the Cannabis Collective here in Portland, Oregon, there was a doctor from Israel who spoke, her name was Nitsan Salon, and uh, she talked about how one of her colleagues, uh, they had like a Petri dish with cancer cells, and they put a certain strain, um, two separate strains, one was CBD, one was THC. Um, equal parts of each in there and it they actually killed some of the cancer cells but not all of the cancer cells and she was saying well what that shows us is that certain strains are going to do certain things which is you know supports this whole entourage effect and it's finding those strains that are going to do that and that's what they're working on and I think that's really great and I think that's what we're going to be coming to is a time where this you'll be able to go to your bed tender and they'll know this mm-hmm. is exactly what this strain does. And this is what it's going to do for you. And I think that's really wonderful because it's only the Absolutely. tip of the iceberg, right? Yeah. I'm excited. I think it's Absolutely. only going to lead to good things, hopefully. Um, so, well, yeah, education's key. Yeah. And, um, and in that education, I found, and also in talking to past guests, <laughs> uh, that this also applies to animals. Um, so a lot of companies are starting to become aware of that, like um, treatables, which we've talked about 
<laughs> endlessly on this show <laughs> <laughs> because we love her we love juliana and her amazing company yeah, she's awesome um and what they're doing is awesome seriously check them out and, and we're not just saying that because we're obsessed <laughs> no she's actually and she does have information you can go to treatables.com um the dash science and that's where she talks about the entourage effect for dogs and in her treats and in her products mm -hmm. and i think that's so great when companies do that mm -hmm. um like like you said the growers putting information and uh treatables putting that information out so that we have a deeper understanding of what it is we're putting in our, to our bodies and what, what it is we're putting into our animals bodies and how it can help them yeah because i think those are two really important things to focus on you know um it might be because i'm obsessed with my animals but <laughs> <laughs> i don't see what's wrong with that you know no. i think that you know we should focusing on, on those things like this thing should be our, our top priority in a lot of ways you know well definitely we don't want to be taking pharmaceuticals if we can avoid it and we don't want our animals taking pharmaceuticals if they can avoid it because i mean what's worse than doggy prozac it's that's the mm -hmm. worst thing you can give your poor dog or xanax and there's actually cbd that can be so helpful to these animals and uh you know that uh juliana from treatables is our guest in an upcoming show and she talks about this and um and the different ways to give cbd to different animals so um, i can't i can't wait for her to come on and share more about what she knows about this because it's really important for all of us not only us but our little animals that we love so much mm -hmm. we're Absolutely. animal lovers on this show we love our animals yeah love our babies like obsessively <laughs> yes some some more obsessively than others yes mm -hmm. i am admitting to that <laughs> well when you have cats as cute as yours you have to make um, memes out of them like you like to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah and screensavers uh -huh. and anything else i could possibly do right well they are really <laughs> looking cats i'm yeah I, everybody's I like you're gonna change that when you have a baby i'm like nope still no. have my cat yeah still they're still a little bit cuter although grant i'm sure is very adorable in his own baby way yeah totally he is <laughs> memes about grant too <laughs> anyway so uh i think that's a good roundup pretty much of at least the beginning a beginning guide to the entourage effect because there's a lot to learn and, and it's definitely a time of learning and a time of exciting things you know just paying attention is the yeah. most important part. and doing your own research and like you said that um your article on bud.com which is terpenes and the entourage effect is a great article to start with also leafly and then emma chasen and really like you said just google terpenes and the entourage effect and see what comes up for you right and then and then of course um for animals you know we always recommend going to treatables.com and looking at her resources because she's got lots of information and she's been doing this a while i mean she's someone that we really trust when it comes to cbd and animal products yeah absolutely totally all right well it was nice spending time with you today leah <laughs> i know i miss you i don't get to talk to you as often because you know grant 
Uh, France come gotten in our way (laughs) (laughs) but he's so adorable I know I all I could do is see pictures I can't wait to meet the little booger oh but anyway yeah (laughs) Uh, all right so I guess that's it for today yeah take the high road everybody right yep indeed (laughs) have a great uh, week everyone and until next catch you at the next episode yeah Bye. Next up is our segment, Beauty with Barb, featuring our resident licensed esthetician who explores all things hemp and beauty related. So we're able to take a few minutes away from our kids tonight, uh, which is a rare situation. So we have to take advantage of it when we can. Um, So obviously with our crazy schedules and the kids, which one of them is in the background right now, we apologize. <laughs> we weren't able to get away from all of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, with our hectic schedules, it's always nice to have a little break with uh, some self-care products, wouldn't you say? Barb? I would certainly have to agree. We were fortunate enough to review some um, amazing products from Altitude Products, which were sent to us by the amazing Krista Whitley, who we've had on the, or we will have on the podcast. Anyway, um, she was generous enough to send us a bunch of things to try out, and I'll let you start, Barb. Okay, so I was fortunate enough to start off with the bath bomb. I love the smell, and not only did it help with my soreness, but it made my skin super soft. I followed that with the Bella Crema Elegante, a nice cream that tightened while also softened. It helped with my keratosis pilaris. With keratosis pilaris are these little tiny bumps that are typically found on the back of our arms um the internet likes to call them uh chicken skin i know so (laughs) gross um but anyways it looks like little teeny tiny bumps and really it's just an overproduction of keratin Uh um so exfoliate 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 and condition by just nourishing the skin as much as you can which this cream is awesome for because i tried um she sent us two different creams and they're both amazing and so i mean i think they're they just like kind of melt on your skin didn't you think that yeah for sure it melted and when i woke up the next morning skin was super soft which i can't say for about 95 percent of the lotions that are sold in everyday stores and the bath bomb too you said you felt awesome and you i could instantly feel something when i got into the tub i just my body felt total relaxation yeah and i was able to use the uh cbd um body wash which i used in the shower it's called power wash um and it says blast a day away and it has 100 milligrams of cbd in it and the really cool thing about this is that it uh actually made my soreness lesson, like, I was actually, I actually felt really good after the shower. It was like, um, it was almost like using a topical in the shower. That's so cool. And in the scent was very mild, so it didn't have like a distinct overpowering perfumey smell or anything like that. Um, and it had a nice suds, I'd say, and it didn't dry out my skin. It was actually nice and soft afterward. So I would definitely recommend this body wash. It's amazing. That's great. So what else did we try? Uh, There was a tincture, which I really loved. It was a CBD tincture. It had like a pink lemony flavor. Um, That was amazing. I bet that smelled really nice. 
and yeah, and it was delicious, and I think it really helped. Like, it made my migraine go away. Oh, um, awesome. And uh, what else did she say? There was a beard oil, um, which we haven't had a chance to try yet. Um, our test subjects are our husbands. <laughs> right. And so we'll, we'll have to report on that later because that's, so that's a longer process. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting them to wash their face is a process. Right. <laughs> anyway, so um, I think that was that's pretty much all. Am I missing anything? I don't think. Yeah, I think that covered it. Well, definitely check out Altitude products, and um, there's there's several lines in in that. Uh, Bella. Oh, I forgot that she sent the cat treats. Oh yeah. Which my cats loved, and so did my dog. Well, I didn't think they were specific to cats. They they're for small animals. So, um, I, this is a beauty segment, so I don't really go into that. But those were a success, I would say. I think everything was amazing, and um, I can't thank them enough for send or Krista enough for sending such a generous sample of products or sampling of uh, what she has to offer. There's the Bella line. There is a um, Jack line. That's sort of the the body wash. You can find the body wash, um, and I think there's a couple other ones on the website. So definitely check it out at altitudeproducts.com. Um, or you can do productsbyjack.com or celebratebella.com for the Bella line. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you. Until next time. Our first guest is Katie McBride. Katie McBride is a writer, editor, and librarian living in San Francisco whose work revolves around addiction and recovery, mental health, drug and healthcare policy, and the medical and legislative issues surrounding cannabis. She also writes about media and culture, teens, gender equality, books, and people doing good things for the world. Katie is a founding member and associate editor of Anxie Magazine and a contributing editor for Book Riot. So, Katie, you recently wrote for the Daily Beast about parents treating their children with CBD. What surprised you the most during that writing process? The thing that surprised me the most is, um, well, first... I was surprised that this could happen in a state where we have legal medical cannabis. I mean, we have legal recreational cannabis. So just the fact that it was possible um, for someone to have their child removed for something that from their care for something that's legal was unbelievable to me and then um really another thing that surprised me was how long it took to place the story um and how many people seem to think that it how many editors seem to think it was a story about like the benefits of cbd for kids with seizures like it was another medical cannabis story and not a story about regulations and um sort of this system that's in place that makes it really hard for parents to legitimately treat their kids with medical cannabis um so those were sort of the two things first that like this could happen in the first place and then second um that it it didn't seem to blow people's minds the way (laughs) that it blew my mind right yeah it's because i feel like 
when you say cannabis, that's all people hear, you know, not saying that totally. there's nothing wrong with that. In my opinion, there's nothing wrong with that, but a lot right. of people jump to those stereotypes and those, you know, hardwired mis- mistruths out there that totally continue to exist. So it's like, they don't even hear about the CBD. <laughs> and it's, we, we have our own co-host on either side today right, right? we should probably say that before Babies we and dogs. yeah that's that's our lives but i'm okay with that so anyway <laughs> moving on <laughs> and and cannabis is it's just such a loaded term um like i mean the other thing is like people i feel like have really strong investments in like they either want it to be like a pro cannabis story or an anti cannabis story or this, or, and it, it's like, it, I mean, it's really a, a healthcare story, and it's a story about, um, you know, what how healthcare interacts with all these other systems like child protective services. I mean, it, it's it's not just a, a cannabis thing, you know what right. I mean? It, it's just it's so. I think that. Um, yeah, when you start bringing in words like cannabis or marijuana, people are like, I, I know what the story is going to be about. Right. And that is not always the case. Absolutely. And just for uh, just to note, the uh, title of that piece was parents treating kids with cannabinoid oil could lose them for the daily for the daily beast. I re- read the whole entire thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just the headline alone. It's like, wow, seriously. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It, it really is that the people can't even just do the legal part without any kind of issue. You know, it's just insane to me. Yeah. And the other thing that surprised me writing the story is, I mean, I, I didn't know simply because I had never really thought about it, but the side effects that some of the pharmaceutical drugs in this case, it was Keppra, but since then I've learned more about other pharmaceuticals. Um, the side effects that can arise with these anti-seizure drugs, these anti-convulsants are so dramatic and you're giving them to kids who are so young. Mm -hmm. And it, again, is just mind boggling to me that something that is non-psychoactive, at least in this case with CBD is non-psychoactive has like virtually no side effects. Um, all of this stuff it, it is just safer in innumerable ways. Mm-hmm. It's something that, you know, yeah. child protective services very often sees as medical neglect. And it's just like, how is it not medical neglect to just like throw your kid on this like completely personality changing, super side effecty drug first before trying something that's much more gentle and has a much better track record of actually preventing seizures. So I, I only had experience with one anti-convulsant because it was doubling as a migraine medicine and Mm. the the people would call it dopamine, dopamax. Uh, and so, Mm. you know, and like, I think, you know, about this, I'm sure, or you've probably heard about it, but like it, it, it makes you into like a zombie, and I can't even, and I was so just relieved to have relief because it was the only thing that actually was kind of working right. at first, you know, yeah. but the side yeah. effects were so intense. Like 
you would just lose feeling in your arm and your leg and like yeah. and like you would uh and I still have problems with word switching like I can't always come up with mm. the words I want to say it's like mm. long term effects you know people don't think about that they're mm-hmm. just like oh it works that's all that matters like my doctor didn't want to hear about the side effects because right. she was like a cheerleader for this particular wonder why you know uh <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah totally. she went on a lot of cruises let's just say that yeah I, yeah I'm sure so anyway sorry I didn't make didn't want to make it all about me there but it's just like no there's but, a lot of ways but it's true medications I mean, you know it's not and people don't even think about it like the side effects are worse than the actual symptoms sometimes I mean one of the family the this woman Ursula Kimmler who I also wrote about in the piece um her kid has been diagnosed with LG. I don't know how to say it properly, so I'm not going to. It's like one of the most severe forms of epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what they just approved, one of the things they approved Epidiolex for. But um, it's like he's had that diagnosis, you know, for a long time, but they don't even necessarily, they're not even 100% sure that that's the correct diagnosis because. He, when he first had seizures, he was put on a drug that they now know when given to children can increase the frequency of seizures. So she's not sure if the frequency of his seizures are because he had been on that medication for so long and they only decreased when he was off of the medication or if this is something that he had and this is the frequency of the seizures that he would have been having anyway. So it just, it's so complicated and so messy and so... It's not, you know, just a matter of, that's the thing that's always so wild to me when people are like, oh, well, we haven't, you know, analyzed the long-term effects of, you know, CBD over, you know, young kids who have seizures for 40 years. It's like, well, the FDA is approving a whole bunch of shit that they have to then like take off the market or change the guidelines for because they find out that it does all these bad things. So like, it's not like the stuff we're putting out is a whole bunch mm-hmm. safer. Absolutely. And and it's it's hard to, to really argue that because people, you know, think, oh, well, some of these are life-saving drugs, and I'm not doubting that they aren't. But still, we have to call out the fact that, you know, all these really horrible side effects mm-hmm. exist, and they can make people a lot worse. And, you know, there's, mm-hmm. like, what it, where's the line there, you know? It's like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I could go on all day and I won't do that. <laughs> Don't it get me started. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so did you experience any negative pushback for your Daily Beast article? No, I didn't. I was expecting, um, I'm, I'm always expecting the worst mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever I write anything about anything. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I th- also, I just think being like, um, a woman who writes things and then puts opinions on the internet you're like <laughs> everyone's gonna yell at me yeah yeah <laughs> sort of like what you come to expect so I was expecting um a lot more negative pushback the only um the only negativity that I got was or and it's it's like not even that bad because it's really nothing I, like this family um, went to their doctor before they tried the CBD oil and, you know, they said, look, Kepra is giving our daughter this terrible reaction. Are there alternatives? Can we talk to you about CBD oil? Kind of all this stuff. 
And they had a doctor who was very much like, uh, no, you put her on Keppra or you don't come and see me. And there were a lot of people who were like, I don't believe that happened. Um, like, you know, there are so many other drugs they could have tried, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I don't really care if you believe that didn't happen. Like, that is what happened. That's what they told me. That's what you like. It, it, oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's not like something that I feel like uh, it's just if you want, don't want to believe that, that's fine. But this is the deal. Happens um, all the time. Uh, yeah. So it, like, it just, it, you know, there's nothing for at least on the writing side for me to like feel bad about there. <laughs> um, yeah. Or like something that I took is, uh, you know, Offensive. really hard pushback. It was just like, Oh, I don't know. You're a weirdo right. for not believing this. Cause that's what happened. Um, yeah. So that was, you know, nothing but I was actually more amazed um at how many people were immediately like that is insane like I use and they you know start listing out they're like I give it you know to my grandma for her arthritis I use it for migraines what do you mean you can lose your kid for this which is you know the reaction that I had had when I first came across the story and so um it was much more positive than negative that's good. Um, in your reporting, what do you find is the biggest misconception about CBD? Biggest misconception, um, I think it keeps for me, I think people are finally realizing, you know, it's not psychoactive, which, you know, again, like if your kid has intractable seizures and you need to give them something that's psychoactive, I don't really think that that's that bad of a thing no. but I think people are starting to realize that um I think the biggest misconception in general about medical marijuana is that if you have if it if you're in a state where it's legal you're in the clear period end of story kind of regardless so um you know I think that people kind of think of it as like an on and off switch where it's like, oh, you have it, you don't. And that's not how it works at all. You can have it and CPS can still get involved. You can have it and, um, you know, if you're drug tested at your job, they can fire you for it. You know, there's a whole range of stuff. So it's not like you're automatically in the clear. This is treated just like any other prescription medication. Right, exactly. Um and I'm glad that you're tackling all the nuance that was involved. Um, so can you talk a little bit about the documentary that you're working on? Yeah. So it is a documentary about the challenges that parents and families face when trying to treat their children with medical cannabis. So in some cases, like it was for the Daily Beast story, it's about CPS getting involved. Um, in other cases, it's about the fact that if you are a parent and you go to Colorado and you bring uh, CBD oil back to your epileptic child in a different state, um, you can, that's technically felony drug trafficking. Mm. Um, it, or, you know, a family who, um, wants to treat their kid with cannabis, but the dad has a job where he could lose his job if that kid tests positive for THC. 
just like the different sort of challenges that uh, parents are facing in trying to give their kid medicine, because at the end of the day, it really is a medicine that just like any other medication, prescription medication a kid could take, you know, you can, (laughs) you can give it to your kid in a way that's appropriate and a way that's not appropriate. Um, You can do it under doctors if it's being done under doctor supervision and following all the guidelines that you would follow for any other prescription medication you know there's really no reason it shouldn't be classified as mm. such but um there are a whole host of issues that parents encounter mm-hmm. yeah i know there's so much to think about and it's definitely something i think that you know puts a hamper on everything in our progress uh yeah especially when you think about the fact that like so much of this and you know whenever I say this I it's like I always I hate to say anything that on its face sounds like a little tinfoil hattie because I feel like I'm so wary of conspiracy theories especially like in the environment that we're in but like it really does come down to big pharma and politicians being paid off and um, that is the reason. (laughs) Yeah. And like, that is why this, you know, it's impossible to move the needle on this stupid schedule one classification. I mean, maybe there's a chink in the armor now with epidiolics, but you know, we're so, the legislation is so far behind where the science is that it's just criminal. Like it really is just criminal and it's so corrupt that it just comes down to protecting big pharma profits and politicians keeping their Mm -hmm. seats. You know, when you're looking at sick children and people who are really suffering and, um, yeah, I don't even remember how I got on that tangent, but it makes me real mad. Yeah, but it's so true because it's like they control everything. And I'm right on that on that train with you because I've been talking about it for ever. And you know, whoever will listen to me for five minutes about you know, like the right? pharmaceutical companies, they own all these publishing, you know, uh publishing companies and like all these other mm-hmm. forms of media. And it's like I don't want to say that, you know, obviously I'm not trying to contribute to the whole like fake news thing or media is, you know, in any way. But that being said, there are some people being controlled that have a lot of influence. And so it's hard not to get mad Mm -hmm. about. And when you've had your stories rejected a bunch of times because, you know, there's no real reason. It just happens to be that the pharmaceutical you're talking about is funded by, or, you know, is, is, is a, a company that funds all of their advertising. You know, it's like, yeah. Okay. Well, obviously that's the reason you don't even have to look. Very yeah. Far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous how un how much, how unfar. See, my words aren't working. Um, how how little you have to actually search just to find out that it, totally yeah. no a lot of it really it's you know it's kind of happening in plain sight yep yep it's like oh I might as well <laughs> right totally. anyway we're all gonna die um anyway no kidding yeah. <laughs> let's stay positive <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> to do <laughs> like, I'm like I know. I'm trying 
it, <laughs> I know it's hard these days, man. It, I mean, California is just like on fire and it's really hard to not be like, Oh, it's just the end times. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like right. we're just, this is just what that looks like. Right. We're just there now. Like that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know it's uh, anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) what is your favorite aspect of writing about the cannabis industry? Let's bring it back to something positive. (laughs) Um, I really, I just am so excited. I think the reason that, you know, I always, before I sort of got into writing about this, I always assumed it, you know, wrongly, um, that the people who were sort of evangelists about cannabis were uh, just people who really liked smoking weed too. (laughs) And like that, you know, that's fine. If that's why you're into it, great, do your thing, whatever. But like that is sort of where the, the diehards come from. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that I don't think is true at all. I I mean, sure, there's some of those people around. But I think that when you really start to look at the science that is available and the the possibilities, like in the, what they're doing in Israel, where so much of this research is happening, um, it's just so exciting for medicine. I mean, just for for any for people who have just a whole host of different ailments and Mm -hmm. things that we have trouble treating and um I just you know if we're able to really crack that open and research and develop in a way that I would like to see um I think that we're sort of on the cusp of a whole new range of treatments and cures and um, care, just medical care that it you know has limitless possibility, and you know which is not to say cannabis anything is a cure for everything you could ever come across, but there are a lot of things that it can be hugely beneficial for that you know we're just at the very beginning stages of understanding how and why that works um so to me that's what's so exciting and but then also it's the same thing that makes it so frustrating because you're like yes like i'm looking at all the science i'm excited here's all these possibilities it could be so amazing Mm -hmm. and then you know you run into all the stuff that we talked about about like the obstruction and the politics and the legislation you know so what's exciting about it is also what's really frustrating about it it is it's like uh you get so excited and then it's like a punch in the gut right away (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um but yeah that's that's really awesome and i love what you're doing with it um all your work that you've been putting forth and this documentary i can't wait to hear more about it um so do you have anything to promote or any call to action i do um there is i'm writing right now about a guy who is running um for congress in uh texas's 32nd district which is the dallas district and the guy he is uh, running against is Pete Sessions, who is not related to Jeff Sessions, though they have pretty identical attitudes. I'm <sighs> um, sorry about that. Beep. <laughs> um, 
they have pretty identical attitudes when it comes to mm-hmm. cannabis. And so he and Pete Sessions is uh, this dude who has basically blocked everything he possibly can. Um, he's the head of the rules committee in Congress. So he's prevented um, stuff, legislation that would say like, in states where you have medical marijuana, um, you know, and you're a veteran, your VA doctor can recommend it. Or, um, you know, if you work for the VA, you can't be fired for um, a positive THC or, you know, a positive test if you legally have a medical marijuana prescription in that state. I mean, things that are just, in a way, really preserving states' rights. where there's medical marijuana legislation he just like shoots all of that down and so this guy Colin Alred is running against him and he's a you know former NFL linebacker a young guy um, a civil rights attorney and if he is able to unseat Pete Sessions not only is that a good thing just because that means we then flip that seat in the house but it could also have really great implications for um medical marijuana at the state you know at the state and federal levels so um i'm writing about that so i guess if you happen to live if you're listening to this and you happen to live in uh the you know 32nd district of texas uh check out those <laughs> two different uh candidates and think real hard about who you want to like vote the for. leslie nope of journalism i love it <laughs> <laughs> i mean like it's hard because it's like on the one hand i'm supposed to be like so objective and at the same time i obviously feel right. certain ways about this but i feel like it's you know it's important that people know at least who they are and aren't right, voting exactly. for. You can only be so objective right now. <laughs> also, literally, if the Leslie Nob of journalism was on my grave, I would like be the happiest person. <laughs> That's like the best compliment that like a person could give me. I'm not sure I totally believe oh, it, I but believe it is still it. like the best compliment. <laughs> Obviously, I believe it. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I'm a big fan of you as a person and a writer. Oh, so thank you. I'm likewise. Oh, oh, stop it! <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. You're awesome. Anyway, um, come back anytime, and please do come back to talk more about the documentary because we'd love to hear it. Absolutely, it would be my pleasure. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. No problem. Anytime. Our next guest is Mel Meow. Mel is a Philly native and the creator of Malchemy. She started her journey in holistic healing to help her own child who was diagnosed with a neurological disorder. She has a Master of Science in Acupuncture and created this company to help people bring home affordable pain relief and holistic products that work. She has hundreds of hours in biomedicine and has created thousands of products that treat clients. She handcrafts items and takes pride in a small business and tries to help each and every one of her customers on a personal level. So, Mel, what inspired the creation of Meowchemy? So, Meowchemy has kind of been a journey. Um, It started about 11 years ago, I would say. My son was uh, four years old, and he had 
gotten a vaccination. It was um, one of his booster shots and it was a series of shots. Um, I think it was a DTP. And uh, afterwards, it was immediately after, within minutes, he started to um, blink uh, ferociously and um, it, it was spasms. We asked the doctor and they said, oh, sometimes that's normal with these vaccinations. It will probably go away. Well, it was weeks later. Um, he was still having the eye twitch and then it switched to a different kind of tick. Then it was um, his shoulder was jerking. Um, a few weeks later, it was his head was jerking. Um, then it actually uh, transitioned into a vocal tick where he was coughing all the time and, and uncontrollably. And he would be like, mommy, this hurts. I just want to stop. Um, we went to a neurologist. Uh, luckily in Philadelphia, we have some of the best hospitals here for children. So we went to a uh, CHOP and seen a neurologist. And basically the advice they gave us was that, um, and they were honest with us, thank goodness. They said the pharmaceuticals prescribed for this condition have way worse side effects that you would if you would go the natural route. So that's kind of um, where the whole journey into holistic and alternative approaches began. It began with research. It began with me being a young mother concerned about my own child where I guess a lot of advocacy starts when it actually hits home. And it, it sure did for us. Um, we, we started with dietary things and then moved on to supplements. I actually went back to graduate school to get a degree in alternative medicine and acupuncture. Um, I have uh, thousands of hours in biomedicine. And so we kind of went the holistic dietary plant route with him. In that, um, that he, my son is now 15 years old, and we are signing him up for the medical marijuana program, and he's doing a ton better since we made a whole bunch of changes, but uh, it's it's been a journey, and in that schooling, in that education, the research um, came me alchemy, and it was something fun to come out of this whole <laughs> you know, daunting process, um, and to bring light of things, I guess, in a way. So that's kind of how it all started. Um, we did, he got two kittens and, uh, me alchemy was born. How do you apply your background in biomedicine to this industry? Well, I think my background in alternative medicine and all my coursework in biomedicine has helped me tremendously. Um, not only making my products because I do hand make a lot of my products, um, except for the oil, the concentrated oil itself. Obviously, it's still illegal to grow plants, unfortunately, in PA. So I do outsource that from a friend's farm in Colorado. However, all the topicals and other supplements that I make, I hand make myself in my lab and my studio. Um, so it's helped me tremendously with knowing what kind of ingredients to use, uh, what for. Um, I'm not just, uh, relabeling somebody else's product. I actually know the ingredients in my product. And, uh, when I can, I buy local, uh, fresh ingredients too. So sometimes my product colors change, the consistency changes. Um, I, I'm always telling people, you know, don't worry one month, your salve may be greener and one month it may be yellow, um, because of the beeswax that I had gotten 
that particular uh, month, for example, but it has helped me tremendously. Right. It helps me to, to um, give recommendations to people that aren't just about my products. Uh, people constantly are coming to me asking me, well, what do you suggest for this? What do you suggest for that? And having my background, um, sometimes my products are not the best for them. So I do give them referrals to somebody else who could better help them or better suit them, or that might be better for the condition because there is no magic wand. And, you know, one thing that might work for somebody might not work for somebody else. So I like that I can be honest with people and really delve into each person's individual experience instead of just giving um, a blanket response. So in that respect, I feel that uh, my background has helped me tremendously. Absolutely. And I love how your products have multiple, um, for the most part, it looks like they have multiple applications. And I think that's probably where that comes into play, your background. Was that because... We we also we all have like if you have one major condition you have comorbidities the things that occur with it right so to have something that does that is amazing especially when it's like something like a salve or a lotion that you can just quickly put on and not have to deal with side effects. Um, so how do you come up with such innovative ideas for your products? I come up with my ideas. I'm always looking for new ideas. It's it's fun for me, and I get my children involved a lot um, since they had a lot to do with the birth of the product line to begin with. Um, so my daughter, I also have a six-year-old daughter. She's into YouTube, and she's constantly watching it. And just some of the fun ideas kids come up with. Kids are so creative, and they're innocent, and... Um, uh, they're positive and just full of success. So a, a lot of uh, what I try to incorporate is that youthfulness and, and useful, youthfulness and the fun that comes along with products. I don't want them to just be so medicinal or boring. You know, you see so many products on the shelves and for pain relief and it's, it's, they're not fun and it, it should, you know, obviously being in pain is not fun but you want to feel normal too. And so I I try to bring that aspect into it that you can still put a smile on your face, even though, you know, you may be in pain and, and trying to change that stigma that comes along with pain management. Absolutely. And so much fun, really. I mean, your products are like, just, I can't even get over it, how obsessed I've been. And now I finally get to try them because you're awesome and you sent me some to try. And I'm not saying this because she sent them to me. I would say <laughs> I've been a fan for a long time, <laughs> like uh, from like the beginning when you were doing your Instagram and like you didn't have a website. I was like, I love this. I love everything. I love your posts on social media. I love your whole concept and and the ingenuity of your products. Like this, uh, the felt soap. What you're saying is that something that came up with the YouTube? Um, was that was that was that a YouTube inspired creation? So I forget honestly where the felt soap came out. I think it was. I don't think it was necessarily YouTube. I think it might have been um, Instagram actually. And uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of like I don't know if we can curse on yeah, her absolutely. or not, but you know, like Frank's Red Hot, <laughs> you can put that, you can put that shit in everything. Yeah. So it was just like I saw somebody else at um, a farm market post, like posting salted soaps, and I was like, oh, that would be great if it was infused with cannabis, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like I just want to infuse everything with cannabis. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that's I think where that came about. That's awesome. I I mean, you just have the coolest products and like the coolest names for them, and uh, obviously the cats. <laughs> Every, incorporating cats into anything is my, you know, it's the way to get me. Cats are such a good marketing tool. You know, it's like anything I post with pictures of my cats in it, people love that. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. The cat, the cats get way more attention than my products actually. So when I post pictures of my cats, they get a million more likes than any of my products. Right, that's the cat's life. <laughs> and the cats do take the CBD oil too, so they do take my CBD oil. It is pure. I don't mix it with anything. So it's not like, um, you know, there are, you have to be careful with some CBDs. They uh, put um, coconut oil and then they sometimes add essential oils to them or add flavor. So you do have to be very careful with what you are uh, giving your animals. Yes, 100% agree. And my animals all benefit from it. Um, I could go on for days about that. And, but what I love about your, what you're doing is that you mix two of my favorite things, which is cats and especially Siamese cats. I have a soft spot for them. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and, and holistic medicine slash beauty slash, you know, whatever you want to fall underneath that, but uh, holistic, anything looking at the big picture, you know, treating the big picture is, is what I'm all about. So I'm a huge fan and Absolutely. I really think everybody should check out your, um, awesome products for sure and uh in that vein since we're talking about your innovation what is your favorite aspect of your work what you do i i would guess my favorite aspect is uh that i get to talk with so many different people from all around the country actually i just had an order uh, that i sent out to somebody in uh ireland in the uk um so that, that it's, it's fascinating that I get to talk to people from all over the world. I never thought I would be able to help somebody, you know, from another part of the country um, without having to travel or anything like that. So without the expense, you you can still help people. And and I love that aspect. And, and that's probably my favorite part, just being having knowing that I can help somebody take home products that can help them without say them having to go out of the house. Um, you know, some people are either bedridden or for whatever reason, can't really leave home. Um, whether they're it's in chronic pain or elderly or whatnot. So, so that's my favorite part. Just, just help being able to help people and being able to help them bring relief into their house. In what ways do you see positive changes because of your product line? Like, had, have there been any positive results that you've seen from customers or family members? Oh, abs- absolutely. Um, in my direct messages, I'm constantly getting feedback, which is just so wonderful um, that I can help people. And two, people are just so thankful that we're trying to change the face of pain management and really just put it out there that to drop the stigma and, you know, not only am I for medical use, but recreational as well. So in in that respect, I'm trying to bring light to it that it doesn't even have to be like, um, you know, obviously it's great for cancer prevention with my son. It was great for uh, neurological conditions. And yeah, there, there are all these stories where it can um, help, save lives and whatnot, but there's also a fun recreational part to it. 
um, too, that, that kind of gets put on the back burner because everybody's so serious and um, because it is a great medicine. But two, you know, there's not a lot of harm in it either. And it shouldn't be so stigmatized for people who just want to use it. <laughs> so um, I think that good has come out of it where, you know, it, it's not so demonized, if anything. And, and because of the, the lightheartedness, I guess that kind of um, is contagious in a way. So I, I think that that is the good that has come out of the, the product line, definitely. And even with my family, you know, um, people um, in previous generations have been so uptight and surprisingly some of the family members that I thought would, you know, um, be more judgmental have actually accepted it with open arms. So it, it's been a nice surprise. That's, that's what, that's <laughs> what happens to me too. I'm always expecting, you know, the worst from people who are just like, yeah, I mean, it's medicine. Like what, what, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> we should have been talking a long time ago yep. about this. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Hate it slash love it, you know. It's like one of those double-edged swords. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I mean, it's good that you like that, but you know, we should have kind of had this conversation before. Um, anyway, but what can you do, right? <laughs> um, exactly. So, so, do you have any advice for women entering the space as entrepreneurs? I would say, if you want to get into the business, absolutely go for it. Um, I would encourage it. Uh, there. You can always put a creative twist on it, your own twist. Um, with nature, it's it's just so fun. So it's nobody has a patent on nature, you know, and we can all do it our own way. Um, I try to compare it sometimes to cupcakes, you know. I, I there's a million different ways to make cupcakes, and and there's still all these people selling cupcakes. You might buy one day from one person, and the next from you know Aunt Betty. You can never have enough. So absolutely, I suggest just go for it um, and and put your own creative twist on it. Um, And don't wait. So, uh, yeah. Do you have anything that you would like to promote or anything coming up that you would like to talk about? Any calls to action? Um, I actually I have a festival coming up September 16th. It's the Jenkintown Festival of the Arts. In Jenkintown, PA, um, it's a Sunday from one to six. So I will have a booth there. There's jazz music and a brew fest and everything like that. And our slogan is uh, peel away the stigma. So we kind of have like uh, bananas as our, our new pictures on on everything. And, and it's kind of just a fun way and colorful way again to just show, you know, this is nature too. And to try to just uh, get away from... Um, you know, the negativity and uh, demonization uh, cannabis. So, so we have a banana, we have a banana slime. <laughs> um, it's a stress slime that you play with and it's infused. So you uh, get the transdermal effect of the CBD through the slime. Um, I'm in developing a new lotion right now, which is also banana scented, which will be fun. Sucks are like That's that. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I, I just love the, the crap out of you <laughs> i think that your your products are awesome and you're awesome and i love everything that you've got posted and i'm not usually such a nerd about this stuff but i promise you it's like i just can't help it it's just awesome i love it um i love what you're doing so i'd love to have Thank you back you. on anytime um you want to come back on and talk about anything we'd love to have you 
And uh, we'll be talking about your products at length in an upcoming Beauty with Barb episode or segment, I should say not episode. Um, so everybody can look forward to that. And I appreciate you coming on today. Once again, I couldn't stop talking about you and let you go because I know you're busy. Because <laughs> I could go on all day. Um, and it sounds a little stalkerish, so I'll stop. <laughs> but I recommend everybody check out Meowcomy. And uh, what what is your Instagram handle for everybody? So my Instagram handle is meow underscore that line, um, Kemi. So it's M E O W underscore C H E M Y, Meowcomy. Um, and my website is www.meowcomy.com. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Your Highness Podcast. If you would like to be featured in a future episode or would like to inquire about possible sponsorship, email yourhighnesspodcast at gmail.com. That's yourhighnesspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at highnesspodcast. That's at highnesspodcast. Thanks again.